Hello and welcome to Groove Therapy, a podcast that explores the effects of live music on our brains, bodies, and our lives and provides a space for you, our listener, to learn more about how you can bring the magic of live music into your everyday life. My name is Dr. Leah Taylor and I am joined here with my fabulous co-host Tara Lee Weathers. Hey everyone. Hi Tara Lee. Hello, I'm so grateful. I'm coming to you from Costa Rica today. I know, that's so exciting that we can do this with you in Costa Rica and things are opening up and we have a super special episode. It's our 25th episode. So exciting. I know. We talked to 23 people, I think, because one episode was us, right? Or maybe more, because we actually had the whole Deitch family, and we had Marco and Katie. So some, oh, and we had Vinny and Al from Mo. So some of our, we, mm-hmm. yeah, we've talked to like way more than 25 people. Yeah, we have. And it has been so much fun and such a ride. And what are some of the episodes before we get started on this the special episode with the two of us. What are some of the episodes that stand out to you over those 25 episodes? I know they're all amazing, but what comes to your mind that listeners uh, should definitely check out? Yeah, so definitely the one with Vinny and Al from Mo, especially if you're a Mo fan, because I mean, I've seen that band over a hundred times and I learned so many new things that I didn't know. And I thought that that was really cool. You got kind of some like inside information and I felt really special to get to know those like intimate details from them. So I felt like that was one that was really memorable. And then I also bring up a lot, especially with my musician friends, is the one with Lebo because he talked about flow state and how it's like equal parts discipline and surrender and where that overlaps. Mm-hmm. It, wait, did I do that right? Where it, over, yeah, yeah. where it overlaps is flow state. And I bring that up all the time. And so there's so much more to it. And he explains that in detail. So I definitely didn't give it all away. But that episode was one that really sticks to me, and I talk about that all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I really loved the Reed Mathis episode. Yeah, that's what I was going to say next. <laughs> <laughs> Those were definitely two of my favorite. That just like, I don't know, it it kind of came out of nowhere. I, I had never really, I mean, I had had a couple of conversations with Reed, but not like that in depth. And so I was just really blown away with just how insightful he is and philosophical and just how much knowledge he has in that brain of his. So those were really treats. Yeah. The thing that stuck out for me for, I mean, there were so many things he talked about that stuck out, but there is one really big one of where he was talking about how, when you feel like you can like trust a band and trust the fans that you're able to kind of go to that place where healing and magic and just real true vulnerability can happen. Mm -hmm. And that like, that really struck a chord with me and made me realize why like certain bands, I can like go to this special place and other bands I can't. And it totally Mm -hmm. has to do with where I feel safe and where I don't. Mm -hmm. And so that was really eye opening to me. Yeah. I also really loved the Zach Gill episode, which was like one of the first ones that we did. I think he was number two after Joel. And uh, yeah, that was just such a treat to to spend some time with Zach. And it's been a popular episode. Zach's a popular guy playing with Jack Johnson and ALO. So the ladies all love Zach. It's fun to (laughs) to listen to him talk. (laughs) 
And and also the Deitch episode really yes. stands out in my mind, like just to have all three of them and, you know, the generations of drummers and talking about Adam's uncle. And uh, I think it was his uncle. I think it was Bobby's yeah, I uh, believe so. brother. That was really special, too. Yeah, I love that. And also, Greg, he was so interesting and in talking about how he kind of developed this like really amazing following because of COVID and everything being shut down and going to live streams. And he has this like Mm -hmm. now family that watches him every single week. And I thought that was like, that was really inspiring and cool kind of taking something that really sucked really bad and finding the silver lining in it and creating community and his thank God it's Monday situation because he does his stream on Monday and all these people that like every Monday they look forward to watching him and they still do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's Greg McLaughlin. Is it McLaughlin or McLaughlin? McLaughlin, we'll say. (laughs) Because we just had Greg Kaiden on our last episode. Yes. So there are 25 episodes for you to choose from, but those are some of the ones that stand out for us right now. And maybe tomorrow it'll be different. Yeah, (laughs) we name different ones. Keller Williams, too. Mm -hmm. He was so great. And he taught us to always be recording. And you all missed Mm -hmm. it because we weren't recording. But he made up a song about always be recording because we were dancing around and doing all these things. And he's like, you should always be recording. That was good advice. Yeah, and those dance, those little, you know, dance breaks at the beginning, which we haven't done in a few episodes. We should get back to I think the last dance that we did was for Lebo. Ah, that was a while ago. Or it was a while ago. But yeah, that's super special to spend some time dancing with some of our favorite musicians. Yeah, I love how we we also did the walkabout with Zach Gill where we listened to his new album, Cocktail Yoga, and all walked around together and came back and Zach Mm -hmm. joined us for that. That was really cool. That was really, really special. Yeah. And you could tell that he was really taken by that experience, too. And it was so interesting, just the group energy, even though it was virtual, because we all, for anybody who doesn't know what the heck we're talking about. So Zach put out a new album over quarantine called Cocktail Yoga, which is amazing. I use it all the time in my work. Like if I'm leading art therapy or some kind of artistic endeavor, I'll throw that on. And uh, it's primarily instrumental. There are some words and some songs, but we gathered on Zoom before and then we all put on the album at the same time and we all went out and walked and through the whole album. And then we came back right after and we just kind of shared what our experience was like. And it was, it just felt way more profound to be doing it as a group together, even though we weren't actually physically together than kind of go out and do it on our own. Yeah, I mean, so we were like really all cool. over the country and yet we were all walking together and I really felt so connected with everyone. We should definitely do that again. We should. We really should. Oh, and also, I mean, we have Stephanie Jenkins and uh, Jenna Leibowitz mm-hmm. and Katie and Fox. Katie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, we had so many good ones. So everyone, you should go back. If, and if Amy this, yeah. and Leah. Amy, yes, and Leah. Oh my gosh. If like you from Inclusion Festival and Accessible Festivals, if you all haven't listened to any podcasts yet, you should go back and listen to all of them. Just set aside 
like 30 <laughs> hours of your time <laughs> and listen to all of our episodes from start to finish and you'll find surprises around every corner and be inspired and learn new things along the way. Yes. So we're so grateful to be here for our 25th episode and we're going to talk about how things are changing. Times are different than they were when we started this back a year ago, actually. It was like July 2020, I think, when we put out our trailer. So, yeah. So yeah. we are a part of Osiris Media, and you can find more amazing music podcasts at OsirisPod.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram and join our Facebook community at Group Therapy Podcast Community. Anything else we should let listeners know before we transition into the interview with the two of us? We should just let them know that we love them. And thank you so much for listening. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. All right. Well, we'll be right back with us. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we are back. It is Tara Lee and Leah talking about live music here together. And finally, live music is actually happening and we can experience it again. So we thought in addition to this being our 25th episode and we wanted to celebrate together and just have some opportunity to connect with you personally, we wanted to take this time, which is different than it has been since we've been recording these episodes and really talk about like the transition back into live music because obviously this is an experience that we all love very much but now it can be an experience that can come with a lot of feels so we thought we'd talk about those feels and how we're feeling and kind of how we're going to help navigate this time you know we had our episode I don't remember what number it was, but when Tara Lee and I talked about coping through challenging times, and that was really appropriate for what we were going through then. And now I think it's important to acknowledge that this can also be a challenging time and an exciting time. And yeah, to talk about how we're going to get through this too. Yeah, the Roaring Twenties part two. And for <laughs> some people, they thrived and other people struggled and so no matter where it is you're at, that's where you're at. And it's like, we, I'm guessing that you've never been through a pandemic in your lifetime. And so you don't know how to do this and how to return back when things start opening up. And so you just have to do it in your own way. Yes, absolutely. So there are all different ways to do this. And the, we're just going to be sharing our experiences, but it might resonate with some of the ways that you might be feeling too. Absolutely. So how are you feeling, Tara Lee, right now about live music coming back? I'm feeling so great. I actually, last weekend, I went to see Trey on Friday at SPAC, and it was so interesting because it was at 30% capacity, and I'm kind of like, it, like it was a little weird because there was so little people at the venue, but also I was like, when ever else in my life am I going to get to see Trey at SPAC with only 30% of the people with like more room than you know what to do with and so quiet you know you could hear a pin drop when he was singing and telling his stories and also 
when else would I get to experience Trey being like, is this real? Am I really playing? Mm-hmm. Like, is this really happening right now? And like mm-hmm. all of his emotions that were happening, it was really, really, really special to get mm-hmm. to witness that and be a part of that. So I felt, I was just like, wow, my live music thing is like being reignited again. It was something that I think kind of was like dying that I didn't realize was dying mm-hmm. until it came back. And then I had two nights of J-Rad after that and like danced my ass off mm-hmm. <laughs> at the Westville Music Bowl, which is a really cool venue in Connecticut. And just like, again, it ignited that fire so much. And I just was like, oh, like I did miss this and something was missing in my life. Not that I didn't, I wasn't aware, like I knew that in my mind, but I don't think I really realized Mm -hmm. like how much that I truly missed it. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. Like, you know, I felt like I was doing pretty good and on average, like throughout the pandemic felt good. Definitely had my lows, but, you know, felt good. And yeah, going back to live music, it's in the way that's more like how it was before the pandemic, because I have seen live music, you know, throughout the pandemic. Thankfully, I feel very thankful. But being away from my friends in masks, away from the stage, like it's just a different experience. So the first time that I was able to really experience live music outside with friends right there without a mask on, you know, the band right there, it was just like, yeah, it really reignited that spark that I did not even know was simmering and, you know, not even burning inside of me. And I mentioned this in the the Greg Hat episode, but it made me realize that like this is the experience. For me, the realization at that time was like this is what it feels like when everything is right. But I also think that it I could say that this is what happiness feels like. <laughs> it's like this is like the visceral experience of happiness right now like my body is receiving this music and it's sending it out through all of my limbs and I am just so filled right now and smiles galore and looking around at the people around me that are smiling too and just having the best time and it's like that that nonverbal communication of oh my god this is amazing this is the best thing ever yes I love this we're back yeah, I miss the people so much because when there was a shows and we had to be socially distanced and we couldn't like just go up and hug anybody and there was like less spontaneity mm-hmm. because you kind of had to like plan out who who is going to be in your pod and who are you going to be like hanging out with and and you couldn't even have like a random fun encounter when you're going to the bathroom or something like that mm-hmm. that just like didn't happen and to me, that is just as important to the experience as the show is. And I realize like how much I miss that and just the spontaneous fun that can arise when you're just like in your happy place, doing your happy thing with other people that are doing that too. And the like hugging strangers and like mm-hmm. all of that. Yeah, it's funny that you mentioned that. I went to Terrapin Crossroads last Thursday for the North country astral all-stars this new band (laughs) that has formed with like lebo and adam mcdougall and tony leone on drums and pete sears and greg lacchiano and somebody else that i'm missing but 
I met this woman in the parking lot. She had on a mask and I thought that she was somebody else that I knew. And so I was just like, oh, hi, as I was walking up. And then she took off her mask. And I realized that it wasn't who I thought it was. But, you know, we said hello and introduced each other. And then she ended up coming and dancing on my blanket because I was kind of there by myself. And of course, I had friends that were there, too. But and I, I had this beautiful ALO blanket that I had just bought the weekend before on this like fake turf of terrapin that it gets really hot and it was super hot and I was like oh my gosh I have the blanket in my car so I got it and I had this whole space and then my new friend Mary came and danced with me the whole time and that like was something that just like you said is super special that was not available when we had to stay with who we came with and not mingle with other people yeah and like with the asking about how I'm feeling too I realized I'm really really adaptable it's like a gift that I have that I didn't necessarily realize where I'm like okay it's a pandemic this is my life now and this is what I'm going to do with that and oh now we can go like live music is happening and we can like hug and be normal with each other. And I'm like, okay, that's how life is now. Or like, oh, you live on a boat. That's how life is now. Oh, your boat's not in the water. You live in your shed for a week. That's how life is now. <laughs> like whatever, whatever's kind of thrown at me. I'm like, that's what life is like now. Mm-hmm. And so I'm feeling really like grateful for my adaptivity because I know that that doesn't come easy for everyone. And I've also been like supporting a lot of others who have been reaching out because they're not finding that like, I'm kind of like, Oh, mask off pants off. Like, let's, let's do this thing. But then other people are just like, I just built this whole life around the pandemic and like how I can make that okay. And now I feel comfortable with that. And then now that life is gone and like what is happening now and it can it can be really, really challenging. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, I kind of thank goodness for adaptability and that's definitely a trait that is really important in these times. And I think it's important to bring up like the other feels that, you know, people can be having and even myself and like I, the one thing that I have noticed while I... I'm really happy to be back at live music and I have found myself actually adapting more than I thought that I might too because I thought, gosh, it's going to be weird and it's like, ah, looking at the person next to me, like wondering, you know, are they safe? And it's just like we've spent so much time being afraid of other people, you know, and so to come right back, it feels like there, it would be difficult to switch back in. But I think the one thing that I noticed for myself is like, I feel like I need more alone time than I might have before. Because like, I just also went to, it was a small music festival, but still a music festival with a lot of people. And, and that was after going out on Thursday night to Terrapin. And it's just like, that's going to be really important for me, especially to remember to take time to like, to recharge actually by myself, not not at live music with a bunch of people. And, you know, I don't know if that will continue forever, but definitely right now that feels really important because it's almost like too much too fast and my body is like not quite, it hasn't adjusted to that. It still needs that quiet at home time, you know, more alone by myself. That you haven't quite calibrated yet. That 
That makes mm-hmm. so much sense. And I'm, I'm definitely someone people think that I'm just like full on extrovert 100% of the time, but I'm not. I'm an extroverted introvert, actually. Yeah, and, me too. And I need my alone time. And when I'm at festivals, I often like come in my tent and just like take a moment or when I'm at a show, I might like go in the bathroom stall and like have a moment there. I definitely need to spend some time alone to recharge from the situation and and I'm probably as it's coming back and like going to fish shows and things, I, I have a feeling I'm going to need it more and more. Yeah. Can you share some of the things that you do to kind of help center yourself or ground yourself when it feels overwhelming to be around other people? Yeah. So I'll just find a place where I can be alone, whether it's just like in my tent if I'm camping or even in a, I mean, porta potties are not ideal because they can be stinky, but that is a like a space you can be alone in. Mm-hmm. Um, or, you know, if I could just find a spot in the woods, it just depends on the situation of where I am. But I'll just put my hands on my heart and feel my heartbeat under my palms and take a couple of breaths. And that always really helps me to get centered. And then I also, Appalachian Alchemy makes a sage spray and I travel with that too. So sometimes I'm just like feeling like it's a lot. I'll spray the sage spray all over myself and that helps to like cleanse Mm -hmm. everything. What about you? Do you do anything? Yeah, I like to do those things too. A couple of things that I have found helpful even before this time, I like to create an altar. I know it's not as easy if I'm camping. I was in an RV the last weekend. So I felt like super spoiled. It's <laughs> like getting living, ready. Living the good life over there. <laughs> I'm like, look, I'm like a superstar with my trailer. I'm like getting ready for my set because I was leading embodied group. It's <laughs> like, I need this all the time because uh, yeah, it was do. really hot and I had some air on me. But so I was able to set up a little altar in the RV, but that really helps to like ground my energy, you know, because I, I always pull a card out of one of my decks just to kind of like see what kind of energy spirit wants to bring with me. And so I'll bring that and then a little candle. And of course, in the RV, I had like a flameless candle because I'm not lighting. (laughs) I'm not lighting candles in an RV. But yeah, so I had those two things. And then I usually take time before, especially festivals and also concerts, but festivals mainly because I know it's going to be a long period of time where I'm going to need to check in with my energy and also like just make sure that I'm not doing things just because other people want to because I I can go with the flow but also it's really important for me to know what I need to to recharge so I'll take time beforehand to say okay what's going to be important to me do I need to check in with myself once a day twice a day three times a day Like, do I need to make sure that I eat breakfast by myself or, you know, what what kind of time I need by myself? Because if I can think about it beforehand, it can help set me up for success as opposed to me just like ending up going with the flow. And then all of a sudden I realize my energy is off and I don't really know what to do about it because I haven't thought about it before then. Yeah, it's like you have to set yourself up for success. Mm hmm. Yeah, I like to do that. Yeah, because it's really easy to get, like, carried away. Like, it's so easy to get carried away with, like, other people and what they're doing. And that used to happen to me all the time. And then before Mm -hmm. I knew it, I was, like, drunk and stoned and, like, all these things. And I'm like, what just happened to me? And so now I, like, set myself up for success. And I'm like, 
okay, I'm going to do things with intention. And if anyone asks if I want something, I'm going to check in with myself and, and see if that's something I really want to do. Or do I want to go over there? Or do I want to stand over here or over there? And I just do everything with intention. Mm-hmm. And that, that really changed the game. Yeah. I love that we both do that. Me too. Yeah. What So what does that look like for you? Do you take time beforehand or can you share a little bit about your process? Yeah, it's more kind of how when we do this um, podcast and we do a couple of deep breaths and we do it with our, all of our guests and just like kind of setting an intention of I hope everything comes – well, for the podcast, like I hope everything comes through that is supposed to come through and it's magic and entertaining and all the things. So I kind of do a little thing like that before shows too of like may I be comfortable and happy and have so much fun and be open to the magic. That's something I always say. And just, it's just Mm -hmm. like taking that, it's it's not even a long time. Like sometimes it's literally Mm -hmm. like probably 15 seconds of like, Mm -hmm. may, like, this is what I want for this experience to be. And usually it's that I just want to be open to whatever happens, (laughs) but Mm -hmm. like with what I want as well, like that's being open to whatever happens. Doesn't mean just like doing whatever, like, but I want to be open to whatever happens and do everything with intention as well. Yeah. I agree. I'm in the same way. Um, I used to have an intention that like I would meet the people that I'm supposed to meet and have the experiences I'm supposed to experience. Like that was a a common one that I would set before I would go to shows. I love that. Yeah. And then do you, when you travel to shows, do you go, I know you go with your husband a lot and you go with friends a lot. Do you, what's your preferred way to travel to shows? I like it all the ways. I think it's actually like, It's so interesting and it's so different, you know, if it's just me and Dan or like this weekend, it was with another friend of mine and we traveled and that was so fun. And so I've gone alone, you know, I've traveled to Costa Rica here by myself and I really thrive in the alone space as well as with people. So I'm kind of a mixed bag of of all the things. So I don't have a necessarily preferred way because I like all the ways for different reasons. Mm -hmm. So and what about you? Do you have a preferred way? I'm kind of the same. I usually travel to the shows alone, but always to meet with friends. So it's like both. Because, I mean, I love to go to shows with my husband. And I met my husband at a show. We met in Vegas, Fish Vegas 03. But he's gotten to the point now where he he doesn't really enjoy going to shows very much. Like even... He was at the the festival and literally he did not leave the campsite. Like <laughs> he sat in the chair. Luckily, the stage was like right there. So he didn't have to move. But yeah. that's kind of his way of doing things. And I'm very different. So I still love to go out to live music. And he's, you know, he's good with staying here. And so it works like that. But I also really like to be able to move on my own if I need to, you know, like to be able to listen to myself and not have to compromise for other people's experiences. Like I love to be there with other people's experiences and I love to have them as part of my experience. But for me, it's just easier to have that final decision be kind of on my own. Yes, I totally know what you mean because I'm I'm always like thinking about other people and if they're having like a good time, yes. and if they're happy and they're comfortable and, and all the things. And so when I go by myself, even like, Usually I know people and I'm meeting people there, but I'm going by myself. Then I get to do whatever the heck I want and bounce around wherever I want to be. And and that's really freeing. I really like that a lot. 
Yeah, I found in my experience, like, I'm available to more magic in that way, because yeah. I, I'm just like open to where it might take me. And, and not everybody is like that, you know, is able to kind of do that. So that's how I like to do things. What do you have? Like, what's on your live music plans? I don't think we've even talked about this. Maybe one day we'll actually meet in person. <laughs> I know. Isn't that crazy, everyone, that we've never met in person? Like, what the heck? That's, we recorded 25 episodes together, spent hours and hours virtually, but not in person. We've got to do that. I, <laughs> I definitely want to go to Terrapin Crossroads, so maybe that's mm, in my future. That Come out to California good. and visit my, my friend Haley Jane. Visit you and come see some music. But what I have scheduled, well, definitely lots of shows at Alex Crothers, which is a guest, which is after this episode. Um, and he is the promoter for Higher Ground in Burlington. And I got a season pass to their new venue called 405 Backside or Backside 405. I couldn't, I couldn't remember then when we were talking <laughs> and I can't remember it now. But I'm going to a ton of shows there. Like Cat Wright is playing there. Keller Williams, but I'm going to be missing him because that's during Fish Atlantic City, which is another show I'm going to. Um, Start Making Sense is playing. There's so many. Dwight and Nicole. I'm like super excited about that. And then I'm going to Two Nights Fish Atlantic City. And going to fish in Las Vegas and fish again in Mexico. Um, So I'm super, I mean, over the moon that I get to go to all of those shows. And there's so many more. I mean, in Burlington, there's Dead Set every Tuesday. So I'm going to be going to that. And there's so many bands that are coming around that I definitely want to go check out and see at Shelburne Museum. There's like Street Dive and Tedeschi Trucks and Grace Potter just announced two nights. Twiddle's playing at the Champlain Exposition Center. So there's so many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that raises a question for me of like, what becomes too much? You know, do you ever have a point where it's like you say no to something because it feels like too much? Do you ever reach that? Yeah, I say no all the time because I live in Burlington, which is the land of 20,000 shows happening at once, which like (laughs) is wonderful and also difficult because sometimes you're just like, how do I choose between this one amazing thing and this other amazing thing that are happening at the same time? And so I, I definitely say no a lot. And then also sometimes I just like ordering sushi and sitting on my couch and watching like International House Hunters and like Saturday Night I love Live. Those shows. <laughs> yes. Mexico Life, like all those. I just like love it. And so there's some nights where there might be something amazing going on. And I'm saying no because I want my couch to eat me. <laughs> <laughs> chomp, chomp. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> it's a big couch and it, it definitely eats me sometimes. <laughs> I'm like, I can't get out and I don't care. <laughs> yeah, so I'm just wondering how, because I feel like there will be some listeners that are feeling overwhelmed at the amount, because it's it's like we went from nothing to, oh my God, there's yeah. so many options right now. All of the bands that we're not touring before are now announcing shows And so I'm just wondering if you have like, is it just something inside of you that is like, do you have a structure around, you know, this is how many shows I go to and I know when, when I need to take a break or is it just like based upon your energy level? It's definitely just based upon my energy level. I 
don't thrive very well with any sort of structure. (laughs) 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 And if I feel like I have to go, which is so crazy because we didn't have it for so long, but if I feel like I have to go to things, I start resenting it and not wanting to go. Mm -hmm. So I kind of think of each event as its like own thing and it's one and done. And then I think, so I, it's actually really difficult. This is actually why I had trouble when it was shows that were potted because you had to plan ahead so much. Mm -hmm. And that was really difficult for me. Um, where I kind of like to be more spontaneous with it and just be like, this is what I feel like doing tonight and then going to do that and not planning ahead so much. So I am really enjoying that I can just kind of like fly by the seat of my pants. Especially with your season pass. Like that's awesome with that. You can just show up. I could show up, I can go for five minutes and be like not feeling this and I could go or maybe I like love it and I was supposed to go somewhere else, but I could stay there. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm like, I check it out for a little bit and it's over at 10 and I'm like, I'm going home and I'm going to sit on the couch or or whatever it is. But yeah, I kind of fly by the seat of my pants and go moment to moment and just feel into how I'm feeling and really try not to like let the FOMO get the best of me Mm -hmm. because sometimes I go to things because I just don't want to miss out on it, but I don't necessarily want to go. And so I really am like feeling into that part. And, and I know that it's different for everyone. Like I jumped into going on a three night tour of like going, driving all over the place to Saratoga and Connecticut but I know that not everybody is ready for that. And some people are just going to need to put their toe in and maybe just try one show or or maybe even not a whole show. Maybe just going to like mm-hmm. one set of something and just seeing how they feel about it. Because it can. I mean, we weren't around people for so long and now all of a sudden we're around so much people and their energies. And if you're like an empath, that could feel really overwhelming. Yeah. Do you have anything that you do to help you energetically? I mean, I definitely feel like my, I dress in sparkles all the time and they have dual purpose. Well, one, I just love it because mm-hmm. it's pretty and fun and it makes people smile. So it attracts people to you because they're like, oh, I love your outfit. That's so fun. And like, Yay. Mm-hmm. But then also I feel like it's like reflecting. So I'm not absorbing all the energy from everybody at the same time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Dan calls it my hippie armor <laughs> 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 or my spiritual armor that I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that that's something I definitely do. I use essential oils and things like that too. And and I kind of just have to use my voice and say how I'm feeling about things. If like I'm around a lot of people and I need to go in the back and dance by myself, I'll just be like, I'm going in the back. I'm dancing by myself. I'll see you in a bit. Mm-hmm. So really just like standing up and speaking for what I need and my needs in the in moment to moment because it changes in every single moment. Mm-hmm. And so I'm curious about you too. Like what are you going to? How are you feeling about it all? So. I think I'll chime in on the like, how do I know enough is enough first? And then I'll talk about where I'm going. Yeah. Because I think we I actually might be able to see each other in one place. Ah. <laughs> so for me, because I work Monday through Wednesday, and it's like I see patients Monday through Wednesday, and like I have to show up in a professional, like I got to have my mind together and like really be there for hours on end like fish is playing in san francisco on a sunday night and i have said and they're playing sack on friday and san francisco on saturday so it's not just like they're only playing on sunday otherwise i would i would go to that sunday show but when there's like a three-day weekend like that and it's on a sunday and i need to be at work on monday 
right now I'm making the responsible decision to say, I'm not going to go to that Sunday show. Although I have said, I may just go for the first set. <laughs> yeah. we'll, we'll have to check in with you and see what happens when it comes and see if you went or you didn't. <laughs> yes, check in with me. But Sundays are uh, are usually a hard line or like Monday, Tuesday. When it gets to Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, those are those are pretty free. But also I have found pre-pandemic that for me, a good refill without feeling exhausted is every two weeks, seeing a show every two weeks. When I get, and that's on average, of course, because it can, you know, fluctuate. But when it gets to be more than that, sometimes it can be more draining than it is energizing. So that was what it was pre-pandemic. We'll see what happens now. (laughs) And as far as shows that I'm going to, I have a lot of fish in the fall that I'm super excited about. So I'm going to, yeah. And actually there's a couple of festivals. Well, I have one festival July 4th. that's like really small that I'm going to, that I'm excited about. And then I will be visiting family for a month. So I will be, I'll be in Asheville. So I'll probably see some local live music there. And then Dix will be my next big shows that I have planned. So Dix will kick off kind of the fish run. And then um, they'll be in San Francisco and Sacramento in October. So October 15th is the SAC show, 16th, 17th. Then I have J-Rad in November at the Frost Amphitheater, which was rescheduled from... I think a couple of times. So that's happening in November. I'm excited about that. And then I'll be in Vegas for fish too. Yay. Yeah. So at the end of all that, we get to reunite. That's right. Or, or meet for the first time. <laughs> the world, the, Yeah. The world, ignite, the world might explode. We might spontaneously combust into piles of dirt, sand, and glitter. I don't know what will happen. <laughs> yeah. So there's no more Groove Therapy podcast after Halloween. <laughs> yes. You guys will know what happened. <laughs> be like sorry they spontaneously combusted <laughs> we may reform in other yes. i don't know we might come I back as so. peacocks or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> maybe we could be peacocks <laughs> we'll dress as yes. peacocks <laughs> i love that <laughs> yeah and you know i i'm excited about it i'm also i feel like i might be nervous especially when the shows move indoors like outside is one thing. I felt pretty comfortable outside, but like to be indoors with a ton of people is going to be a different story. It'll just be yeah, different. It is so different. At, so Nectars has been having inside shows and the first one that I went to, I was like, oh my God, I'm inside and I'm dancing with people and like we're like sweaty dancing and hugging with each other and like, is this okay? And but like, oh my God, this feels so good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we were all so like naturally high after that because it just like, it felt really good. So, but just because it felt that way for me and like these people doesn't mean, again, I keep on saying this over and over again, but that's just my experience, but it's a different for everyone. And that, that can feel like so much. Yeah. And I would imagine like, I, I have this idea of like somebody who is used to being up front and around a lot of people and, you know, having a great time, but might be more hesitant. And like, maybe they can find fun in the back where there's more space and there's more room to choose do I go right? Do I go left? Do I go back? Do I go front? You know, so I just want to say to that listener who 
loves to be upfront, but you're not feeling like you're quite ready for that, but you really want to go see some live music, like maybe check things out in a different place and you never know what might happen. It's really good advice. Yeah. Acclimate yourself. Yeah, because we kind of get used to doing things a certain way. And then we feel like, well, if it's not that way, it can't be at all. But like, there's always options. Yeah. Step outside your, your comfort zone mm-hmm. <laughs> in a way yeah. that feels like not too scary. Exactly. Yeah. Like kind of like you said, like dipping the toe in, you know, and also for me, I find it helpful to like, I'm saying for the San Francisco show, it's like, which I really, I don't know if this is the same thing, but it's like, just take it one step at a time. You yeah. know, you don't have to commit to the whole weekend. You could just commit to one set or one song, you know, and just see how you feel. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, what else feels important to talk about about this time? Any other thoughts or ways that you're getting through and getting your live music fix that feels good to you? Yeah, I just, I mean, I was always so grateful for it. But it's like something that everybody has been saying when we're at the show is like, I will never take this for granted. Like, ever. not that I I did, but I'm sure like at some points I was like talking when I shouldn't have or I just like wasn't fully paying attention. And I'm like, I will never take this for granted because I didn't think that it could go away and it went away. Mm-hmm. The thing that I love most like went away. <laughs> it actually happened. And now being back, I feel like there's this whole new energy and appreciation for all the music I've been seeing. And I feel like the collective of like everybody that I have been at shows with, like that is the feeling of we're just so freaking grateful that this is like happening again and so grateful to be with each other and to be experiencing this thing that it just feels so awesome. And I never, ever want to like lose that magic that I have been feeling from it coming back Mm -hmm. in like 20 years from now. Like I want to still feel this like wonder and (laughs) gratitude, like massive, like not just normal gratitude, like exploding out of your skin, excited, spontaneously combusting into a pile of dirt, sand and glitter excitement. Hmm. What are some of the ways that you help yourself to remain present with all of those strong emotions? Because sometimes that can that can feel overwhelming, even if they're like really renewing positive emotions. Yeah, I just let the emotions be whatever they are. Like no matter what it is that I'm feeling, I let it be like, I mean, at the trade shows, I cried a bunch of times and Mm. like for all different reasons. And at J-Ride, I was just this like bouncing ball of glitter. (laughs) (laughs) So I kind of am just like being with whatever is and having that be okay and having it just like move and flow through me Mm -hmm. and not trying to like pretend that it's all rainbows and unicorns all the time if that's not how I'm feeling. I'm just allowing myself to be however it is that I am. Mm -hmm. Nice. It's a great practice. Yeah. I try to do that in all of life. And so... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, I guess we are to the point where, Tara Lee, why don't you let listeners know how they can find out more about you and maybe even participate in person with you for something? Yes, I would love it if each and every one of you, although we don't have the capacity for every single one of our (laughs) listeners to come on my retreat, but 
I am doing a retreat right after Fish Mexico or Envision Festival in Costa Rica, and it's in Costa Rica. It's March 1st through the 6th, and it's all about taking that transformational magic that happens at a live music show and using it to help better your life. And we're going to do so many things, go on excursions and hang out in waterfalls and go to private beaches and go in hot springs and eat the most amazing food. And so if you're interested in attending that, um, head over to my Instagram at rocking life with two underscores after and send me a DM and I will get you all the information that you need. So I would love to see you in Costa Rica. Awesome. That sounds so amazing. And yeah, I love that it's happening after live music and you can just spend some time really integrating that those powerful experiences for going back into everyday life. Yeah. And you're going to learn different tools that you can take while you're on retreat that you can then bring into your everyday life. There's so many different things. I've been getting all these testimonials from people that have gone on retreats with me before in the past. And that's like one of the things that they said is that just the transformation that happens after. It's like they kind of figure out what it is that they want to bring into their their lives while they're on retreat. And then they have the confidence when they go home to be able to do it. So it's been so wonderful to see. And actually, a lot of the people that have gone on retreats before are coming on this one, too. So you'll get to hang out with those amazing people if you come and join us. Awesome. Yeah. So what is it that you're up to and how can people get in touch with you? Yes. Well, people can find me at my website, embodiedgroove.com. And I have a really special virtual package, embodied groove package, which is a live music dance experience. But this one is virtual and it's really in service of helping you to find your groove and really align yourself to your highest and brightest show self. All of the things that we've been talking about uh, in this episode, you know, maybe you're thinking, oh my gosh, what if I lost my groove, you know, after not dancing to live music for over a year? I don't know if I'm ready to be close and sweaty with a bunch of people around me or, oh my gosh, do I even remember to be around people? So this is really an opportunity. There's four virtual embodied groove classes that you can choose from, two that are designed to help you shake off whatever you need to release, and two that are really designed to help align you to your highest and brightest self. And then there's three mind-body practices that you can use anytime to help ease stress and anxiety. And then I also, as a special bonus, if you purchase before July 28th, which is the beginning of Fish Tour, you get a special bonus of my pre-show ritual where I walk you through everything that I do before a show to really help ground me and center me and set myself up for success. So you can find out more about that at embodiedgroove.com. And yeah, I'm really excited to have that out there. I think it's the perfect time and opportunity. And I love that people can do Embodied Groove on their own because I love to lead it in person and I'm doing more and more of that in the future, but this is a way for everybody to have access to it. Wonderful. That's so exciting. And I mean, you talked a little bit about pre-show rituals um, in this episode and Mm -hmm. Wow, what a treat for people to get to walk with you doing exactly what it is that you do because you're so successful at it. So everyone get that. Yeah, and it's only $27 and you can have it forever. Yeah, what a deal. (laughs) 
Yes. Well, this has been such a treat, just chatting about live music with you, Tara Lee, and getting excited for the future when we might possibly meet and combust into a million sparkly pieces. (laughs) Yay! Um, So looking forward to that. And thank you listeners for supporting us and listening for 25 episodes. We're looking forward to doing 25 more. And Mm -hmm. we couldn't do it without you. Otherwise, we would just be talking to our computers and having no one listen to us. So we're so grateful for all of you. Absolutely. Yeah, that would be no fun at all. So thank you so much for being here with us. Yes, and we want to thank Osiris as well um, for supporting us in this venture. And they have so many other podcasts that are amazing too, so check everyone out and just know that they are an amazing supportive group of people that are making people's dreams come true by allowing them to have a podcast. So thank you, Osiris. <laughs> yes, and you can follow us at uh, on Instagram at Groove Therapy Podcast, and you can also join our Facebook community at Groove Therapy Podcast Community. And please follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you find your podcast, because that that will allow you to find out whenever we have a new episode dropping, and it will also help those platforms know that you like our podcast, so that they will share them with other people. Yay. And as a 25th anniversary or 25th birthday gift to us, I want to ask that you share our podcast with one person in your life so we can spread the magic of this so we can keep on doing it and more and more people can be inspired to live their best, most amazing life and have the groove therapy in their lives. Yeah, please do. And thank you so much again. We love you all so much. Yes, we love you. Hope you have an amazing day. Bye. Bye.